It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The lady I went to go see it with, her dad was actually... Stop. He would... Tr- Stop. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, what? this is the Wiseman. With Tyrus, Tyrus with the Wiseman, stop. I'm going to stop you right now. You're not going to come on my podcast and just start lying, okay? You went went somewhere with a lady. You went somewhere with a lady. You're going to sit there with a straight face, come on my show, and just just (laughs) fill it with filth and lies. Well, aren't you full of it today? Wow, you went your Wheaties. No, 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 I'm not full of it. I'm keeping it 100. You... If you were a trash can, we'd need an extra bag because it's just overflowing. What are you yeah, trying to pedal? Who are you trying to pedal? Obviously, EC3. You're trying to get on his good side. So, Oh, he's on my good side for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, bragging about being I, on a successful date. You both are thirsty as camels in the desert. I get it. <laughs> hey. But let hey, me explain let me something. Say, you man. guys don't know how good you have it. Do not seek the treasure. Do not Tre- seek the treasure. Treasure? What are you talking about? Are you okay? I'm, if you can't figure that out, stay single forever. If you have any brains in your head, Look, any brains, any brains, what I'm you start doing like the now, way. the money that you're going to use to go on this date, put it aside for a really nice old folks home, like one of those oh, high-end ones. Yeah. You put that she money away. So you put that it. money Of course she paid for it. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> expect no less from you. That's why I'm questioning whether it was a lady or not. But uh, if we, if you listen to me for anything – you start putting your money away. You start putting your money away. You invest in a group, an old folks home, so where you have nothing but the finest care from hopefully young, attractive nurses, and you'll spend your days being wheeled out in the sunshine by people who are paid to care for you. And because you had money in advance and the check won't bounce, they'll always be have a smile on your face, and you'll never be stuck in the closet. Just take the advice. Do what you want with it. But don't. I just want you to know that I, I gave you this, this carrot now. Now, now, go home with your story. Quite, quite a carrot. Quite yes. dangling. Yeah. Oh my God, this music. Well, I mean, I, I'm a bit just perturbed. I mean, I, I, I'm a bit discombobulated. Sorry, in boys. I'm at, the, uh, I'm at the Smashing Pumpkins tour here, and they're doing sound check. So I walked into that. It oh might wow. A couple times. I'll try to mute myself when that happens. But do so not leave me ahead, alone Aaron. with Aaron. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I mean, you, I, I'm all for psychological welfare because of our. Fight coming up, but that's beyond the pale. (laughs) Based on our conversation last week, I spent five and a half hours in a car with Aaron driving from uh, Louisville to Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, so we're we're, we're good then. A a wonderful conversation, a very enlightening talk, um, and he didn't sleep once. No, because he was comfortable while you drove. That's true. All right, man. So, Aaron, uh, go on with your thing. So, you're on a date. She paid. No, I was just all I was saying was when I was in Atlanta last summer working on a TV show before there was a friggin' writer's strike. Oh, I heard this story went, before, but usually it's in Canada. But go ahead. I went to go see <laughs> Top Gun Maverick with a lady whose mm-hmm. father used to train the Navy fighter pilots. Oh. And I was saying how they said uh, Tom Cruise actually like went back because the technology of the uh, planes was updated since they shot the first one, because of course it was you know shot over several months or even a couple of years, and 
they actually went and spent a bunch of money to update the planes with the technology that they currently had. And, and we were just saying how Top Gun Maverick, that's equated to like the Sean and Taker of movies because it was nostalgia, but there was also tons of great false finishes where you thought the movie was going to come to an end and there was twists and turns and it was just a wonderful movie. And I saw it with a woman. Did you yeah. ever did you ever think during that entire match that Michaels was going to win? No. No, I didn't either. You know what? No, I didn't. Yeah. I was there when Brock beat him, and I still don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 25 the million in the world to hear that arena that silent. Yeah. In the back, it was the same. We were like, uh, do we go to the to the back to say thank you, or should we just scatter like cockroaches when the light comes on? Do, do we debate if that was good business or not? I think uh, – I, I think – here's the thing. Uh if if you're gonna lose a streak to someone like Brock, I get it. the The problem is is that Brock didn't need it. I guess that's the only. I mean, that's like a feather on his already Hall of Fame career. You know, like it didn't. It wasn't gonna. It didn't change the trajectory trajectory of where Brock was going. Hey, big homie. If it if it was up to you, and the streak had to end, and it couldn't be Brock, who would have? Who, who would you choose? Well, to be perfectly fair, it never would have ended. Okay. But if there was, what? it never would have ended, ever, in my opinion. That's right. something that... Uh, no, I agree. I that's agree. one of those things where every star will be like when they're, you know, when they got that twinkle in their eye and they're dreaming about being in the WWE, like, I'm going to beat the streak. I'm going to do make it to 24. You know, you know like, mm-hmm. I think that's like, that's like Babe Ruth. You know, I don't think anyone, in my humble opinion, but... If you were going to break it, you break it to where it, it makes a career. I think Bray uh, was so hot going in. Um, I, I think 19, uh, yeah, that San Francisco one was too soon, but if there was one after that, that yeah. would have been good. And I think Roman. Roman, or you take someone like, and I've always been a big fan of Cesaro because I like his technical oh. work. And if it, if it would have went and, you know, Bret Hart, Benoit, Cesaro, you know, in terms of the technical guys, the, that their work was their promo. Uh, to For someone like that to beat the streak, it goes back to wrestling, you know? So, and it would have probably changed the trajectory of Cesaro in terms of, because I always laugh when I hear someone say, like he he didn't have it. Like, what are you talking about? Like to be champion? Are you kidding me? You know, I remember the same thing with Aaron was said. Uh, I was yes. told I didn't need yeah. it. Um, you know, you don't need a title. You know, you'd just be over like you know Big John Stud and Hacksaw were. You know, don't you know you don't need Orndorff didn't have a title. But and there's an element of truth to that. Yeah, yeah, there is. But you changed the game when everyone became champion. So you know now it's like if you don't have it, if you didn't. In some circles, that like your career is less successful because they didn't point to you and say you got it. But um, I just think Taker Streak never should have been. That was like a special thing that would never be done again because it wasn't planned. It wasn't like his first mania and even his probably his tenth mania. They were like, you know what, we got something here. You know, I think literally someone sat around one day and said, is he nineteen and zero? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I feel 100%, like hundred percent. It felt yeah. like it was when he wrestled Triple H at 17 was when they kind of realized they had a street thing. Yeah. yeah. And even then, with, with Triple H, 
could have been another guy, but again, he didn't need it. You know, guys that didn't need it, they're, you know, Triple H is Triple H. Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, those guys. And in the streak, it's, you know, even may you could make I would make an argument for Randy Orton, but uh, he doesn't he didn't need it. You know, you no, give maybe it, earlier. Yeah. I mean by the time he was Randy, not really. No, he didn't need it, you know, but you give it to a guy, you know. I would have gave it to an Ethan Carter the third. You know, I would have hey, done you know what I'm saying? Because it it like you're already taking somebody that's got it and you're adding that to it to where all of a sudden they are the main player. Yeah. But maybe that's the yeah. fear because you know, Punk probably Yeah. No, no, no. Not breaking uh, the streak. You know what? But no, yeah, no, not know, breaking uh, the streak. No, and you and I we have our own reasons for that. But what I'm talking about the the superstar Punk probably was the last guy that became so big he was out of con- he could do pretty much he he became against the machine and they don't you know, yeah. they don't like that you know yeah. Daniel Bryant I think I think a lot of guys the only guy who was able to break through that is, was Roman but I think that it's kind of the design now to where you're not going to get to that point to where they can't take it away at any point you know what i'm saying like you get you get to a point where they're like hey this dude is he's where he is but you know because you got cena cena could walk and go anywhere he wanted to rock could do the same thing stone cold triple h punk i think punk was the last one yeah speaking of cena too like you got to respect him as a team player when he came and tried to re reignite the streak almost when you had that kind of off year and things like that and he came back and it was just like a five minute thing you got smoked yeah yeah, but like him just trying to re re push that so it it does end, it can end the right way. Right, yeah. You know, and again, seeing as another guy doesn't need it. So I you just look at uh a guy that you know, like a Drew McIntyre, I, I can make an argument for that to end the streak. A Bobby Bobby, you know, uh maybe even a Ryback at the time. But again, once they right. once you break the streak, you're immortal. You're Ryback untouchable. Was red hot. Yeah. You know, Ryback was red hot that one time. Yeah. Man. Uh when it was him and Henry at, at Mania. And I was that was a that was a, a crazy mania. Because uh, a lot of like the things you thought were gonna happen, like I didn't see Taker losing, and I didn't see uh Henry beating Ryback. But that was Daniel Bryan too being crowned, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with him and like him and Triple H opened that show, and that's still one of my favorite like matches of all time because it's two top guys who worked an opening match have a huge card with yeah. fifteen to twenty minutes, but they didn't blow like through they a bunch of crazy stuff. For they no didn't reason. do they, they they did a follow that, but their follow that was a story, and Correct. I think that's different. I think that's different than Triple H giving him the pedigree off the top of a cage. Yeah, you know because after someone sees that, what what else is next, guys? Oh yeah, right, right. You know, like I, I watched, uh, I watched the uh, Orange Cassidy. I'm a fan of his. I watched his match, uh, last night with um, the Yuta, Yuta, yeah. Yuta. yeah. And I watched a, a superplex into a superfly splash kickout, and I said, "I'm good." And he was already injured. He had a bad wheel. Saw, and, a a and, super kick, a superplex into what? I didn't hear the last. Superplex. Uh-huh. Into a superfly snook a splash off the top rope. Uh, Guess yeah. what happened? Kicked out. 
kicked out. And he was beat up. He had enough back tape on. His knee was bad. Like, they were telling a great story. And then Superplex, which was Barry Windham's finish and was used to be legit finish. I still think it still is. But Superplex combo into a Superfly splash and you kick out. Unless you're wearing red and gold and we're going home, brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... Mm -hmm. And there still had matches to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? Did a superplex, yeah, I did a superplex this weekend to my former trainer, J-Rock, at the very successful Exodus Pro Wrestling debut show in Cleveland, Ohio. That thing hurts. Oh, yeah. That I move, got superplexed yeah. by Rodney Mack, Drew McIntyre. That's not a... That was the scariest thing. I, I remember going, hey. And remember, I, I actually tried to talk you out of it. How did... Were you psychic? Okay. Was, uh, was I wrong? Where I went, hey, man... You Are told you me okay? don't take any high risk maneuvers because the ropes were were weird, and yeah. I think I said what I normally say to you when you talk to me in front of people. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting here being right. You know, and, and Jeezy said, "Hey man, if it's there, take it." So you know, when you were on, okay, so like, and look, man, you were what at the time? I mean, um, how, how much did you weigh? Uh, probably about three sixty. Okay, so three sixty on a cable that's held together by a small hook. I mean, that's... I hate cable rings. Ring? I don't mind telling you. I, I miss the rope rings so desperately. Uh, yep. When we yep. when I went to... Uh, when we went, all went to AAA uh, and I got in the ring and I saw the ropes, I was like a school kid. I was so happy. So I was like, man, I can climb up. I can do some things because I, I just don't like... And it's probably because I was only I was trained in a WWE ring and and um, I just never liked the cables. I never liked. The, I always thought they were too small. Um, and you know, there's just nothing like, in my opinion. I don't know how you guys feel on the subject, but I was always a fan of the rope. I never was a fan of the the I call it garden hose. But oddly enough, we're in complete agreement. Jeezy, Jeezy, what's up? I, I was on mute. My bad. <laughs> oh, I was like, "What are you? What are you uh, a a rope guy?" When it comes to the ropes in the ring, do you like the? I always say the WCW version or the WWF version. I always like the ropes. Cables I hate, versus I hate rope. the cables. Yeah, ropes. Ropes. Yeah, the Does, cables provide the more emphasis on perhaps the high flying in a trampoline-like effect. Though it's not a trampoline, but you get a little more bounce. Right. But you can't do classic ropes. Like, ropes are the best. No, yeah. And honestly, I think there's so much high-flying that they're running out of to do. Yeah. Because back to my Which point, does, does anybody think that it makes any sense for a, a double finisher, a high-risk maneuver finisher, thank you very little, then the guy just kicks out of it. And I'm not, I'm not throwing shade on Cassidy or no. at all. You got to break it's, it up. It's the, we it's, start. it's the psychology. It's not, you know, and there was an agent who said that was a good idea. So, I mean, it's just. To be fair, I don't think an agent probably said, you know what would be great is if somebody came in and broke yeah. this up and then the, the talent just went, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. And did their thing. That's what I would imagine yeah. happened. Or the agents are so checked out because they've been, you know, negated it so long with their very valuable opinions and history lessons they can teach to they just kind of sit there and morosely collect a paycheck while the business gets bastardized but whatever yeah and again no not throwing any shades at at them it's just the nature of the beast i just 
I hate to see two because a, a superplex to me is still one of the greatest finishers of all time. You oh, know, no, but we we saw what happened with the DDT. I mean, I just watched Barry Windham because Barry uh, it was Barry Windham and the Great Muda for the WCW uh, World Heavyweight Championship, and uh, they Muda went for the moonsault. He moved, fe- feeds up, and hits the and Barry's DDT was kind of cool. It was different than Jake's because Jake's was like a snap. Barry kind of yeah. it was almost like a suplex DDT where he kind of gets you up. And then drives you down, and uh, one, two, three. Now he hooked both. He hooked the leg, and he scissored the other leg. He's not trying to win a championship, but I was like, man, that was a great match. But I was getting ready. I said, oh man, he's not gonna kick out of that, is he? And I was like, I forgot what error I was in. And that was Muda. So if Muda can lose to a DDT, why can't anybody else? Like I just, I feel like the, it's the, look at all the stuff we did. But then when you ask the fan, what was your favorite part? The fan can't tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, Dr. Tom says, two elephants having sex in your front yard. The first couple of days at your front yard is very popular. Everyone's wanting to know what the hell. You have helicopters flying over. News teams are everywhere. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the neighbors are covering the, the children's eyes because you got two pachyderms getting it on as only they can in your front yard. But after about a week, the helicopters leave. The yeah. press is no longer there. The neighbors might be still bothered. But then after a while, even yourself, you're going to walk through the two of them and be like, break it up, peanuts. I need to get my newspaper. You know? We'll be back with much more after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The uh, show we did Saturday, the Exodus Pro, and again, thank you, Aaron, for coming by. Like we produced, I think, a well orchestrated, classic kind of show where everything really had meaning and everything built on the card. And uh, the knowledge you provided these youngsters—I mean, in wrestling, the, the life advice you gave them—totally weird and obscure. Yeah, don't don't ask him about life. Just ask him about yeah. it, when the bell rings. Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, our opening match—no false finishes. Our second match. You know, flash pin out of nowhere. Our third match, heels cheats to win. Our fourth match is Tom Latimer versus a guy that earned a spot. They tear it down. You know, it was so you really built the card. Time. It was weird, yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. we did. We had, then we threw in the gimmick battle royal. You know, then out, out come like a little get over match. You know, then you got a six man tag that kind of blows the roof off the place. Then you bring it back with the ladies to slow it down. Then you have a main event. That was the only match that had a dive on it, and I was in the match. I wow. did the dive. You did a dive. Crazy. I've seen well, it all. I'm practicing for 75, I guess. Yeah, I'll well, move. And, <laughs> and I, and I just wanted to. As you all know, I have vested interest in these uh, these future events that are going to take place. Yeah. EC3, I mean, he is jack stacked, lock loaded, hand and tone to the bone. I mean, he's in the best shape I've ever seen him. And Here's the thing, too. His minion game, because we did a seminar before. Yep. I have never seen anyone with a minion game as strong as EC3. I walked out on a fire escape, and he had – I'm not kidding. I will send you all the picture right now. There were – like, remember the scene in Enter the Dragon when there was just the guys, like, practicing their punches and Bruce Lee was on the the wall? Yeah. 
Bolo was, it was holding court. It literally, yeah, it was that. And then Aaron yeah, has disgraced us all. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? What did you expect? You I got expect- what you paid for, and. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't how many how many of those young kids had to buy you dinner, <laughs> or or uh, put money towards your next meal? They, they, they I don't hang out with people, you know that. Yeah, so you just took I donations so you could. Well, they course. did pay a registration fee that did handsomely reward Aaron for his services. Yeah, it's of not, course. You know, yeah, it's a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he a never business. he never saw a free meal he didn't like. Well, you to get what fair, you pay for. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, they paid for him to come to my show in, in retrospect, so it's kind of good business on my part too. Yep. I get my friend a payday. You had a good a weekend. Nice uh you had an you had a very uh successful debut at Fox News. I I which I didn't even get to watch yet, and I can't wait. I got Carrie Morton looking for the footage because I want to. Well that's make a the problem when you got spaghetti arms looking for it. Um I have a copy of it. I'll I'll get it to you. I was get I was gonna post it this week. But um, Thank you. um Here? Yeah, Can I you tell know. A quick story about. Yeah, it? please do. Yeah, I'm a, I'm at Best Buy looking for headphones I can buy and return when I get back because I forgot my headphones. And so uh, the guy is just looking at me, and he eventually comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, I saw you on TV the other day." I'm like, "Yeah." So, you and Tyrus, Fox News, it's you. I went, "Yeah, it's me." And now I know how it feels to have normal civilians talk to you in public, Tyrus. Yeah. It's amazing, you know, not wrestling fans. So So what's crazy really cool. to what's crazy to that? So I had I had a um weird thing happen at the airport. So you know we're the grizzled vets how we walk. In in EC three, we're a uh, lot alike in a lot of ways. I won't fly without headphones. Right. I, I will not. And I need to have at least two on me. And even if the batteries are dead in my headphones, I will not take them off. Because the whole point is to create an illusion that I have something else going on, so I don't have to talk to people. And um, I'm getting in the uh, get the car. Fox car picks me up at the airport. I go to get in the car, and I see this girl. She's probably nine years old. She's with her family, and she's just jumping up and down, screaming at her father. And my window's up, and the driver's like, "That that little girl uh, is screaming at you." I said, "Me." I rolled the window down. And uh, she's like, it's him. I told you it was him. It's Tyrus. It's Tyrus. Can I have a selfie? And she's like, maybe, I don't know. I want to say like maybe 12 or 13 years old. And I'm trying to figure out, is she a wrestling fan? Or is she, is her parents letting her stay up and watch the news? Like, what's the deal? And uh, she comes right. And I'm like, and then the parent of me is like, young lady, do not get hit by a car. And uh, she's like, can I get a selfie? I take a selfie. And before I could even ask her, I looked at her parents and I'm waving at her parents. And they're like, thank you so much. You're her favorite. And I, I, I wanted to, I, sometimes you get in that thing where you you're supposed to act like you know what your fan is about you know because if you're like well what do you what do you know me from you know because then you got then you they're like huh because a lot of times they don't think outside of their box you know so i but i was like well maybe she watches fox or uh you know girls can be wrestling little girls are wrestling fans now more than ever so um but it was kind of it was kind of a cool thing and i was like just when you you think like you get in your mindset where you're just kind of going through the motions and then you remind like, hey, man, you make a difference in in people's lives. And even when you least expect it, uh, but at least I can I especially when it comes to kids, whenever a kid wants a picture or something, I'm going to I'm going to do everything yeah. I can to look, give it to him because it's just a it's a they, they don't need much of your time. They just want to just you want you to validate them. So I never really had an issue with that. But it's kind of cool when that happens. Uh, and it happens yeah. a lot. Like it, it happens a lot, and it won't always happen because all things end. But uh, when it does happen, it's kind of a cool thing. You'll always remember the first one. I think kids 
we we really do it for that reaction with the children yeah sometimes whether it's in wrestling whether it's in whatever the case is yeah endeavors like i mean you're a world champion you're a best-selling author you're a news commentator you're just you're just the man you're an actor an actor you do so many cool we did a movie things. together we did we, we, we should probably revisit it i might revisit that for a real here soon i actually uh, watched it with my daughters um it wasn't bad no no we weren't uh but I still laugh at when we killed had homeboy killed. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> so uh Aaron, there was this guy, he wore uh he he was in makeup longer than anybody for no apparent reason. But he always had to have like layers and layers of like cover makeup. And you can relate because you wear a lot of cover makeup. Uh I'm not a makeup. My skin is naturally that yeah, flawless. Okay, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm a non-makeup guy. Yeah. And I will always, uh, say I have like a skin allergy to get out of putting makeup on. Cause I just don't, I hate it. I don't want it on my skin. So, and it's, it's cold, it's raining, it's wet out. And he was supposed to have this unbelievable death scene. So what was supposed to happen was, uh, Bateman, ironically, which was my name. Uh, we're having an argument because in the movie wow, EC3, that's crazy. yeah, EC3 is my superior, and um, oh, um and uh, and we're going, we're having an argument over what's going on with the the beast in the water thing going on, and uh, there's yelling, and EC3 has enough of it, and he shoots, and to get everyone's attention, but what he does is he accidentally shoots this guy. To where he's supposed to fall on the ground in the rain, in the mud, and express his love for his love interest in the movie. But it's like he liked her, but she was just his friend kind of a thing. And then he, he gets... Thought he was, yeah, he thought he was Mercutio for for some reason. Yeah, and he was going to look at her and tell her that she was beautiful and then slowly die. But at this point in the film, uh, we had decided that we were going to murder him for real. Like, we just had had it. Huh. And uh, the and the director was kind of on the same page with us, so we're going through it. EC three shoots him, and uh, he asked for because it's wet on the ground. Now, both of us had had a fight scene in the mud. Uh, we had been laying in the mud dead because you know you film things out of order, and it's freezing, and we're soaked. And this this guy has the nerve to say, "Hey, can I get some plastic tarp laid underneath me so I don't have to lay in the mud?" And I just looked at EC three, and EC three is like. EC3's like, this guy. And I said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if EC3 just shot him in the head? Yeah. And then that's it. <laughs> and EC3 was like, that is a brilliant idea. And the director like that. the director just looked at us with a smirk goes, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. And he was like, but I have all these lines. He's like, oh, no, 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 we don't have time for that. You're just going to get shot in the head. Like, perfect shot. And then, and then oh. wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if he lays there in the background while everything goes wrong? So you just yeah. have him with a bull in his head, and he has to lay in the scene for the rest of the shoot, and uh, really bring the realism. Yeah, to the search for a beast. So of the water. two of us working together, and the best line ever is as he's laying in the ground. He's like, "I would still like that tarp." EC3 says, "If anyone brings this man a tarp, a tissue of any sort, of anything, I walk. I walk. Good luck finishing <laughs> the film." And, what movie was this? Uh, Enuati, Beast in the Water. So 2016. Oh that, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Is the the height oh. of the popularity 
of uh, Tyrus and EC3. EC3 was currently world champ, and we were extremely popular. They had reached out to me for the movie, and then they're like, hey, is EC3 available? And I'm like, I would imagine he is. And, and actually, Impact let us out of some taping so we could finish the movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, I'm going to have to check that movie out. I, I don't mind telling you, it's a B-plus monster movie, but it, it's not It's not bad. It, honestly, I'm just – I could. I sat through it. stuff I did. So well, well, we can't watch what you did. You don't have, just so you know, our movie is not located on a website with the word "hub" on the end of it. Excuse yeah. me, Magnum PI Dude Hub. Yeah, Better Dude things, Hub. Like I have I, my resume is okay. I mean, I, I've been in some stuff like that's mainstream. I'm not denying on, you man. haven't. I just said that on, we man. don't work with places with the word "hub" on the end of it. Hey, it's only from the waist <laughs> to my knees. I don't show my face. But your names are in the credit. No, they're not. <laughs> no, that's still one of no. the saddest stories I had ever heard in my life. But uh, which one's that? Uh, there was a guy, a bodybuilder guy um, in Venice that uh, was being asked a question about doing adult films, um, male adult <laughs> films. And he said, uh, no one's ever going to know it's me. And the guy says, well, why do oh. you figure that? He says, because I wear a mask. And the guy <laughs> And the guy looks at him and goes, but your name's in the credits. Mask guy, first and last name. <laughs> I just, okay. I was crying so hard. I mean, I wasn't even supposed to be in the conversation. It was just, I, I just had uh, to walk away. Do I have permission to tell a horrible story? Yeah. Yeah, we I can mean, always edit it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to name the territory that this happened at. I am not going to name names. I'm just going to say let's let's say person A uh-huh. enjoyed um, having relations in front of a camera, right? Okay. Person B agreed to do so. Right. Person B, however, um, decided because you don't want to be put a mask on. Got right? it. Yep. Got to protect that identity. You're a superhero. The issue was this person had a certain kind of like defining feature with their eyes where one eye didn't exactly, it, they, it wasn't in sync with the other one. Like so one that eye cross eye? One way, kind of. Okay. Kind of. Like if, if they and, said, pick that up, three of us would look on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So after, and I've never <laughs> seen this video, but I've, I've heard about it. Uh huh. After everything happened, apparently um, the person with the mask on, looked at the camera and gave either a salute or a thumbs up, snooging <laughs> themselves off because the eye was clearly visible and then everyone knew who it was. Right. So that's that's that. And it's uh I mean, you know what? You gotta be careful nowadays, man. Like where like yeah. people like like they they just think that it's okay to film and where everyone has access to a camera. I mean yeah. I was at a person's house in the pool and we were the only two at the house. So you know Whatever. A person? person it was a woman. Thank you okay. very much. It was, and the person came out with a. Why like, do you keep calling her a person? Taking pictures of me in the pool right now. Of I, the nerve. Like, that's the thing, though. But, like, hey, I don't really have any clothes on right now. And not that you could see anything because I was just in the pool. Right. But it's, it's really like people think that it's okay to film stuff. And that's, you got to be careful now, man, because, yeah. God, like. Then you'll end up on the hub. Oh my God. And, and even like, you know, with, um, and I'm not a fan of one night stands or anything like that, but no, but no one's know, staying more than two. 
Well, you know what? I uh, and, and that's because of me. I, I yeah. have attachment issues. Yeah, I know. I have severe attachment issues. Yes, I know. And uh, but no, like it's just it's crazy, right? Like people, like everyone is armed with a gun, and yeah. that gun being the cell phone. And it's up to us to hand them the bullets, right? So it's just you—you you just got to be on point and on your game and really watch your back nowadays. That—that society has really changed. Well, it's so very—it's very difficult to be a um, social deviant these days. So yeah. if if you were in the business of being a deviant, then yeah, cell phones are a problem. Uh, if you're a regular guy who's doing things within the realm of what you what we all consider normalcy, then you're you know. You should be fine, but again, thank God that's me. Yeah, yeah, that's you. Yeah, you're you're, you're right as rain. Thank you very much. I didn't expect that from you. Yeah, my sarcasm is on a level fourteen at this point, but yeah, I've I uh, used as a bodyguard that used to be one of the biggest things to deal with is snatching people's phones out of their hands, you know. But then you take it and they're like, I have the cloud, so you know. And then you have to then you got to fire back on them. Yeah, but you won't be able to back it up. Because I'm breaking your phone in half right now. So you won't mm -hmm. be able to plug it in and back it up. Sorry, man. Photo's gone. But, I mean, yeah, because people want, you know, even even today, whenever someone's getting assaulted, no one wants to run in and save them. They got to film it. Like, yeah. No one was going to yeah. help you because they, they want, they're like, oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, for, I'm going to get so, I'm going to be viral. Like, they, they should never, like, did they ever think to you why the woman was being beat up to help her? No, I needed the shot. You know, it's, it's. Society's funny, man. It's just it's 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 sad to me because people don't help anymore because they got to film it. Well, if they do help, then it's getting filmed and they're getting prosecuted. Yeah, that's arrested. another thing too. Yeah, you know, I just uh, it's a it, it's a funny time to live in to where the 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 heel is the good guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yep. Like the the amount of deranged behavior that people. And you see the videos, and it's just people holding phones and filming it. Yeah. As opposed to, hey, maybe maybe this shouldn't happen, and there's something we can do. Well, the, they the, well they want to run they run off police, so that's a, that's a big deterrent. And not even that, you could literally have an entire police force arresting everybody. But when they get out in an hour, I mean, how many times are you going to catch the same fish before you stop fishing? You know, it's just because of the no bail, um, no cash bail stuff. Criminals, you know, in, in California, 50 cents this weekend was just like, that's it. L.A.'s done. Oh, yeah. it's it's horrible. I I, uh, I mean, the best decision I have made in the last 10 years of my life is moving out of California. We'll be back with much more after this. What do you think that's going to do for, like, house shows? Because, I mean, you're still, like, when you travel and you book and you go places, is it going to get to a point where wrestlers are like, listen, I don't I don't wrestle in California? I don't wrestle in Oregon. Like, I'm not going to any of these cities because, one, it's just too, you know, because even going to the shows, now the new thing is is to throw things at the people performing. Like, people are throwing bottles at, at, at country music singers. You bought a ticket to throw something at somebody. Then Cardi B I mean, got hit with something. Like, it's just, I, I don't understand. If you're in the double deuce and it's a Patrick Swayze movie and you're a bad guy, yeah, yeah, you throw a bottle at the blind guy behind the cage. Yeah, and he's but blind and he keeps singing. Yeah, he, he somehow <laughs> ducks. He does duck. The extra senses, right, Aaron? Hey, I'm a, I'm a fan of that movie, big time. Oh, who isn't? The fact that's uh, actually the only audition I ever ever said no to was because they're doing a re I think they did it, the remake of 
Roadhouse, and yep. I was like, I will have no parts of this. Yeah, that some some things you just don't touch. You don't you Roadhouse, know. the Rocky Horror Picture Show, all that. You don't wait. Touch what? <laughs> what Roadhouse? What? No, we don't want to do. That. Yeah, Roadhouse. Yeah. What did you say after the Rocky that? Horror Picture what the Rocky Horror Picture Show? What I mean, I'm 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 a Rocky Horror fan, and and you know what? We're a couple weeks away from pumpkin season, and um, you know that that's going to be yeah. But I just don't appreciate how the entire group, GZ, EC3, and myself, all were fine with the Roadhouse reference. You just slipped in <laughs> that weird ass movie, Rocky Mountain Horror Show, which I'm not a fan. I've never been able to sit through it. So don't what? like it. Don't like I, it. Yeah. I, I actually missed what happened. I got disconnected, but obviously Aaron just went into business for himself, and that's cool. Yeah. Apparently, he put Rocky Mountain Horror Show, uh, or what? What's it called? Rocky Horror Picture Rocky Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. I, I yeah, think whatever so. it whatever it is. The anyways, it's a horrible show, and he slid that in with Roadhouse. I've never and, seen it. Uh, you you don't need to, Jeezy. <laughs> That's like comparing Teddy Roosevelt to Harry Truman, man. Yeah. What do you, you do? No, both. Read, read that how you will, everybody. Yeah, but that was the solid. I know what you meant by that. So, but yeah, no, I just don't. I don't understand. You just did apples and well prunes. To be honest with you, what? I mean, other than a certain group, a small group that it's dresses up to me. go see it. So, who's your favorite character? I'll bite. I, you know what? I'll bite. Oh. <laughs> So who's your favorite character? You know, I know you want you oh, it's probably Tim Curry as Dr. Frankenfurter. Well, it's not. No. It's actually the narrator because he goes, I would like, if I may, to take you oh. on a strange journey. And I, I actually got a lot of my Sandowisms from the narrator. You got a lot of your Aaronisms. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. I so just, okay. You know, so I, right now they the production of Rocky Horror show is mm -hmm. is gonna do a remake and they call you up and they say aaron you could play any character you want it's your show you're telling me with a straight face you're gonna be the narrator oh no no i would much like you and roadhouse say i want no part of that like that that we agree on because you want no part of it should, so you no, get a chance for you to dress up like you do whenever the movie comes out and get paid for it and you're not gonna do I it i don't dress up I don't dress up for that movie. I, just, I I enjoy it on television when it's on during Halloween. That's it. I'm a casual Rocky Horror fan. Casual. Yeah. I mean, I know how to dance the time warp and everything, but like you I know, don't, you I don't know the words the to it. It's just a jump to the left and a step to the right. Yes, but let's okay. Let, let's move on to seventy-five. Let's let's talk about seventy-five. Does anyone here know a line from that movie besides Aaron? I I, I can't even think of one person sort of Tim Curry, and just because you mentioned him, that is even in the film. I was going to ask, is Lionel Richie in this movie for some reason? But I don't. No, think but Meatloaf is. Oh, uh, okay. I I saw Meatloaf the, uh, I saw Meatloaf, about three days before he passed away. He came to the Gutfeld wow, show. Man. And uh, he was in the back with Greg because Greg Gutfeld is a huge, he's a huge mark from, from music. He loves music. And um, I was like, it's a meatloaf. And I immediately thought of Aaron because Aaron's a huge meatloaf fan. Yep. And uh, he was like, Tyrus, man, you're, you're my favorite. I love you. You're, you're, I was like shocked. I was like, oh, awesome, meatloaf. And I said, hey, man, can I ask you one question? And he's like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I said, what was up with that night that you told everyone that you'd beat him up and kill him? Were you just, he's like, bro, I was, had one too many and knew I was this guy in the crowd was bugging me and, 
And uh, he said something about my voice, and I just went off. And I was like, my buddy Aaron, who's obsessed with you, uh, oh. he made us watch that video over and over again. And he said all the things you could watch. He watched. He wanted you guys to see that. He said, hey, he'd do anything for you. But, you know, he he could not not do that. So, but, well, yeah, that was an excellent play on song. But, yeah. uh, no, I actually yeah. – uh, I had met Meatloaf about Regal and I. Um, when we heard Meatloaf was at Raw, we we went and hung out with him and talked to him and uh, had some vegetables with him. He had a giant vegetable plate, and it was really cool. But, oh, that performance was just – like, he just stops. It was at a soccer stadium. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, hey. to beat somebody's ass. Like, if you don't start singing, I'm going to get out there and kick somebody's ass. Yeah. And, like, went back to singing. It was amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, actually, my, uh, my son went to SmackDown, and uh, he – they they brought him backstage and he was he he took some pictures with guys and he was taking a, he took a picture with William Regal, and uh, it was it was crazy because my son's taller than William now, but uh, and he's only eleven, yeah. but I was like oh that was you know that was and they you know they gave him the whole red carpet you know it's funny because like when you're a wrestler and you're you're not your kid's favorite wrestler you know you try not to you try not to take it personal, but uh, you know he was excited to be back there and I was like yeah. I used to be on the road with William Regal, and he used to be my agent, and I used to work. Uh, he used to work with me in the ring and stuff. And he was like, "Oh yeah, he's cool." He's like, "Yeah, but I was looking for Bobby Lashley," and I was just like, "You rotten oh. child, rotten oh. child." <laughs> bad, bad but, meatloaf. Yeah, but I rather Bobby Lashley than Rocky Mountain Horror Show. So I'll tell you, hundred percent, Bobby's yeah. awesome. Bobby's yeah, I love Bobby. He's like you know, and my son was young when I was uh, when I was feuding with when we were feuding with Bobby. Yeah, yeah, we had to Eat. we had to put hands on Bobby. Here's the yeah. hell out of us a couple times. Yeah, yeah, and uh, double suplexed his ass out the ring. Uh, him yeah. and Drew to keep your title safe, but it's all good. But uh, yeah, you know. So Aaron, for the record, hey, you a- would not be Meatloaf. You wouldn't re replay that. The movie's going to be made anyways, and you have a chance to keep it authentic. And because you could, you know, the director was even like you could give directing advice you still would have no parts of it all right well look if if i had the opportunity to play meatloaf's character absolutely right fine. like you got me on that i'm not gonna lie like i always say i cried to you before i'd lie to you and i would play meatloaf yes and i, I would sing all the parts and everything well that we know because you already I'm, you're I'm hey listen alive. i'm not a casting director but you know your audition today for for what is it rocky what show? Rocky Horror. The Rocky Horror Picture, picture Show. There you go. Picture motion. Picture, picture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was outstanding. Five star. I don't know how Jeezy feels, but uh, if it was me, I'd book him. Jeezy. I think Jeezy's yeah. throwing up in the back, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's great how you combined Roadhouse with. Is there a fist fight at least in this Rocky Horror Show? I oh my god! Someone gets slapped with an axe. Oh, that's kind of. Cool. Do you see the axe? Yes. Or is Do it they like sing during it though? Terrible. Is it done in jest or is it done in horrific, like horrific, gross, gruesome fashion? Fashion. I can't speak. Well, as a matter of fact, Meatloaf is the one that gets killed with an axe because he's he's frozen. Doctor Frankenfurter has frozen him, and he busts out on his motorcycle and uh, drives around the room and sings a musical number. And then Doctor Frankenfurter, played by Tim Curry, becomes so incensed that he grabs an axe and just hacks him to death. Do you see the hacking, or is it just music? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Is it like American Psycho? Hey Paul, Dorsey Reservations, like blood splatter and screaming. That's cool. Yeah. 
100 percent there's tears and, and rocky oddly enough uh looks just like jordan clearwater oh i like that kid yeah. wait a minute isn't that the one that the frankenstein guy's in love with yes but yes, he was all, uh, he was made for the girl right uh, well something like that why is that yeah. part confusing for you i'm just asking i i just know that i've seen that part and then i was like i, I, I changed channel after meatloaf dies I don't really watch the rest of the movie. Like I, I always watch. The so movie he's it, that's that your point. Clubber Lane Rocky three moment. Like for me, pretty when much. Clubber yeah. Lane beats him, I just say credits. Movie's over. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. That was, right. that was a good half hour movie. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Hey, great. I, I just watch the montage again if you need more. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm Rocky's mm-hmm. biggest fan, but there's no way he's keeping up with Creed on the beach. Like, no, no, that was you know. But you know that's what? Creed is a hell of a friend. You yeah. know, he, he did the job for his buddy. True. Because up until that point, he was afraid. Rocky was afraid. It was first time in his life he was afraid, you know. And, you know, Adrian had to set him straight. The house, the money, none of it matters. So, and then Apollo must have heard all that and said, you know what? I'm going to let him beat me in a race. And of, course his, <laughs> and, of course, his trainer was like, this is the shit that got you beat in the first fight. You know, even though he said he won on points, but he told you to stay away. He told him to stay away. As long as my socks are higher. Yeah. I, I got to be honest, though. Rocky is still one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh, easy. That corner, screaming at Creed, telling him, stay away, stay away. And him telling him back, no, he's going to fall. Is some of the greatest, like, you can feel that. Like, his the emotion from his corner is begging him. Just jab, baby. Just stay away from him. And Creed just mm-hmm. won't do it. And that's one of the greatest, like, movies of pride ever. You know, and even I love when Rocky got up and he just put his head down. I, it was like so many little things in that fight. And they have I've never seen uh, another boxing movie even come close to duplicating that. And I thought Cinderella Man was pretty good. Yeah, Russell Crowe. That was good. You know, but... Wahlberg, it, yep. the fighter, was pretty good, but still, it's not Rocky. No. Because of all the... Every time you see Rocky the Rocky movie, the original, you see something new. Like I had forgot that Mick basically said it had no use for him. He yeah. called him a leg breaker. Yeah, a leg, leg breaker. breaker. Yeah. I was he like, for a loan shark. yeah, not even a good loan shark. Like he not said, a, a washed up loan shark. Like he wasn't even in the top tier of loan sharking. He was the guy who was borrowing money from guys who owe money to check cash in places. Like he was not a top tier loan shark. But that, yeah. Aaron, are you good with that? I'm assuming you saw oh, Rocky. I've seen all the Rockies, um, one through four. I've seen multiple times. My favorite character in the Rocky movies is Polly. Yeah, figured. Yeah, figured. And the, my, the 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 line that I will always laugh hysterically is when they show up to Apollo's old gym. Yeah, old racist Polly. I don't like these and people. Polly, <laughs> I don't like these people. And he goes, maybe they, they don't, don't like, like you. you too. <laughs> he <laughs> said, what I ever do to them? What did I ever do to them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just, uh, yeah, that was a classic one. But I mean, no, so much just clicks with the Rocky movies, right? And it's like the characters, you just, what it is, like you just, you you become endeared to everyone in that movie to some degree. And that's well, like my opinion, what makes a good movie. If Is it safe to say if you don't have Rocky three, you don't have Hulkamania? You don't, 100%. You don't? That's a butterfly effect you don't even want to think about going down. Yeah, because that that changed the game. Because he was 
He got fired from AWA to do it, right? Yeah. No, he got fired from Vince. Yeah. And he went back to AWA. Yeah. That, Vince Sr. fired him. Yeah. And then uh, Vince brought him back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. But, you know, Stallone doesn't get enough credit. I mean, the first Rambo, I hadn't seen that movie in probably 20 years maybe. And uh, I it was on, I think it was on Showtime, my hotel room, and I watched it. I was like, man, this is so good. Yeah. We, yeah. Get, we need to come up. You know what? I was thinking the other day, Could since we, this is a wrestling podcast and we got like four minutes left, but I would like to do, if I was going to do a movie, since we gave Aaron all the rights to do Rocky Mountain Pitcher Horror, whatever it is, um, <laughs> I would like to do an autobiographical movie of the Gorilla Monsoon's life. Be interesting. Because wow. not just him, the wrestler, but like, and even though he was, you know, Vince's right-hand man, but kind of tell the story from his perspective. You know, because, like, he's the one who got Ole Anderson to, to stop doing what he was going to try to do. Because Vince was Vince was taking up all the territories, and they were going to have guys break his legs. And, and the Gorilla Monsoon was his heater. He was the first heater. Mm. Gorilla stepped in the office, and Ole had nothing to say. Wow. Like, you, that's how bad you are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he just steps. Yeah. I would, you know, like, I would, and not just that, but, like, his commentary, like, him and, I mean, him and Jesse... Him and Bobby were him and Bobby were special. Like that relationship, the best, the best. You know, and I remember uh, where I was when he passed away. I was sitting in my house watching Monday Night Nitro, and Bobby Heenan's crying on TV when Gorilla Monsoon passed away. Mm. And you very rarely—it's two different companies. You very rarely see the human side of wrestling. Every once in a while, like when Owen died, uh, you always think about. Uh, Triple H crying. You you always see the, the the every once in a blue moon something real, you know. But like I just remember seeing Bobby trying to give a tribute and just breaking down. And that's like, and Gorilla was like he was responsible for a lot. And you forget uh, his wrestling career was was like unbelievable. I'm a huge Gorilla Monsoon. Like he is my favorite all time wrestling personality. Like I I I see myself eventually getting blue sunglasses at some point. He was a sharp dresser too. He didn't. He dressed sharp. Yep. Well, now you wear one, so it's been ruined. But, yep. but uh, I would. I would like to do do an audible. I don't want to see a dark side of the ring. It's not enough because Gorilla the wrestler. I mean, literally, Gorilla is named after him. He was the guy you saw before you went out. Yeah. You know. Wow. So that would be an interesting. You know, his son, the tragic death of his son, and he still kept working. Mm-hmm. So that's something. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah. that's really that's a really good. Uh, I mean, like you'd have to like to to research. Who would you interview? Like, how would you start that? Uh, I'd go. I'd talk to the old man. Uh, I'd talk to the legends that are still alive, uh, guys who worked mm-hmm. with him, like Haku. Well, Austin would be a good one to talk to. Austin Idol, because he was there for that. Yep, Dustin. When Gold Dust was, he was still there with him. Um, mm-hmm. There's enough guys around. I think. I think if you could get. The, if you could get the boss, the old man, if you could get him to sit down and talk about Gorilla, I think it'd be pretty cool. Hogan probably has some good stuff, you know, because, but it, it has to be soon because, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, when you look at, Time's that, yeah, I mean, there, who's left to tell his story? Howard Finkel knew everything about him. I rest his soul. I used God, to, yeah. I used oh to, my God. every time Howard would come to uh, Mr. Finkel, as I call him, every time the Fink would come, to, I would he would sit down with me for at least two hours and tell me Gorilla Monsoon stories. Mm. He got me hyped up because he said Gorilla Monsoon used to use the old airplane spin like uh, Cesaro does today, and he had me do it to um, 
Oh, what was his name? Oh, gosh. Uh, he was FCW champion. Low Lucky Cannon. Ah, was he champ? Oh, yeah, because yep. remember when he won, we all hid in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except for uh, Abe was getting dressed. So the only yeah. he walks in as champ and is just Abe pulling his yeah, pants up going. Because we'd hey. always yeah, give a rounding applause. Yeah, you're champion. supposed to come in the back and everyone claps for you. Yeah. And, we... and guess who Dusty put with him because he wasn't getting any heat. So uh, I had to yeah. be there for the whole thing. And Dusty yelled Apparently. at everybody. He said next week everybody's going out in the ring to clap for him on the show. Yeah. That was our punishment. And as we started walking out there, Dusty puts his hand in front of him. He goes, not you, baby. You're a heel. <laughs> and, I said, and he said, I know you respond. I said, no, it wasn't. It was okay. It was me. I took the heat because I, I wasn't going to tell him it was, uh, it was Bateman and Curtis who did it, but, uh, <laughs> but I didn't have to go great. out there. I didn't have to go out there. <laughs> and, uh, but I just remember worth it. it was worth every moment of it. It was it was one of the funniest things ever because Abe just him and Abe just stared at each other. And Abe didn't know whether to keep getting dressed or clap. And I think he clapped. I think I think he gave him like I, I, he, he probably did that like turn like he doesn't know what's going on and just like kind of half ass clap. Yeah, he gave him like a half ass clap and he said, I'm gonna finish getting dressed and lucky's like And for Dusty, it wasn't like we were disrespecting his decision. No. We just thought it was funny as hell. Yeah, and he he didn't want to laugh with us because he was the teacher. Yeah. But he yeah. thought it was funny. Because uh, it would have been a lot different if it wasn't, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, nostalgia. Memories, good, man. Good times. But uh, good all right, fellas, we have we have hit our time. Um the name of this show will be Aaron's Horror Pitcher Show. Mm -hmm. So you know, but thanks for trying to make us all part of it. Uh, I don't know if any of us are inspired to watch it this weekend, but if any of you get around to watching it, please, we can talk about it next week when we have more. It's Tyrus and the Wise Men. Don't you don't have to, to try to to patronize it. No, it's just Tyrus and the Wise Men. Just we're and I'm happy to be here. Happy to be in the group. We're happy to have you. It's, just, it's, it's nice to have these moments, you know. To, yeah, it is. Like, just when like know. I forget how creepy Aaron is, he'll always find a way to let me know. So. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's well, not even Halloween yet. Like, I'm not creepy. I'm not I'm a lot of things, but I'm not creepy. No. You just like really creepy. Quite you like really weird and creepy movies though, I will say that. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that's movies a top ten anywhere in anyone's list of things to watch. But uh -oh. hey, that, that's your bag, baby. And I'm not hey, good for you. This is America Jack. You watch whatever you want. All right, for more podcasts just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com, hashtag slash Rocky Mountain Horror Picture Show. Uh, this has been Tyrus and the Wiseman. Enough yeah. said. Listen ad-free with Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.